0: attention listeners the mfab podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers listener discretion advised
1: this week on the mfab podcast we watch 1991's nothing but trouble
0: so grab yourself a hot dog and get ready for the bone stripper (laughs) and enjoy the show what is up everybody welcome back to another edition of the movies from a to b podcast better known as the mfab podcast as always i am i am aaron and i'm joined by gavin of course as usual yeah you two awesome hosts and uh amazing spectacular hosts yeah we are uh back once again with the uh, kind of our new format we're trying out uh so Today is a B movie day, and this is Gavin side episode. Damn it! it. So, uh, do you got the credentials for it in front of you? Or do you want me to read them off? Oh no, you got that shit. Okay, you know I don't like putting in the work <laughs> since it's right here in front of me. Today we are discussing because we watched nineteen 1990- best movies in the
1: entire goddamn world.
0: <laughs> uh, it. it's debatable. <laughs> 1991's "Nothing But Trouble," directed by Dan Aykroyd, starring Dan Aykroyd, Chevy ben Chase, Aykroyd. John Candy, and Demi Moore. Um, they were way too. Well, many i was gonna say Demi
1: Moore. Demi Moore looked hot. And oh,
0: that was on my notes. I was gonna say '90s. Up. '90s Demi Moore was top notch.
1: <laughs> yeah, like she straight up looked like a Patrick Nagel painting. I don't know if you know what those are from the '80s. Not a clue. They're really like <clears throat> neon color, stylized, and sh- I mean, it- just search it right now. Just search it, Patrick Nagel. Search Patrick Nagel. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We can cut out dead air, but <laughs> yeah,
0: you gotta. N a g e l. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I know that. What? That looks like some Duran Duran type shit. Yeah, this picture literally yeah. right here. Um I swear it's done it, anymore here. Let me share my screen quick.
1: They all look like you can share your screen on that shit.
0: Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh there's a way to. Oh that could. <laughs> yeah, share screen, the big green button right in front of me. <laughs> can you see it?
1: No, I see your face still.
0: <laughs> now you
1: started sharing screen that, yep that's straight that, up her that is straight up her right <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but, okay but yeah
1: totally would have owned 90s oh yeah Demi-Man, i was like hard
0: honestly waiting for i didn't realize this was only a pg-13 movie because i was waiting because she oh. was pretty free with herself back in the 90s she did strip tees. oh yeah dude and, yeah so i was straight up bricked up watching this yeah <laughs> i have a feeling she probably didn't want to go too far because of the asshole she was working with but oh yeah dude yeah
1: it's funny because uh she comes off as a slut in that one scene yeah you know all hardcore mm-hmm. but, uh yeah working with uh chevy is kind of hard yeah i want hear i think yeah. we talked about that before on the podcast
0: oh yeah And going through trivia, which obviously we'll get to later, I'm not going to say anything about it, but so many of them were Chevy Chase was so difficult to work with unsaid. He was demeaning to everybody. And I'm like, yeah, he's kind of a prick. Yeah, I'm and- fairly certain he's a homophobe too.
1: So the kiss at the end with John Candy.
0: Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, I,
1: I, you could just see him like internally cringing, and as like John oh, yeah. was like, "Let's do this. Let's fucking you know, get he, this done with." He-
0: <laughs> Before we get too far into it, um, just a little quick synopsis of this: Chevy Chase and Demi Moore are our main characters. They're neighbors, kind of, I guess, in this building.
1: Yeah, they live in the same building.
0: Yeah, in New York. He's an investment something. Journalist. Publisher. Yeah. And uh, they basically need to get away, try to go to Atlantic City and take a wrong turn and wind up in Valkenvania, this little podunk town in the middle of nowhere. And uh, they wind up. Getting arrested and taken to the justice of the peace, and all insanity ensues from there. So, we'll kind of...
1: You see, they just wanted a simple vacation, but all they got was nothing (laughs) nothing but but trouble. trouble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I know the reason you picked this was because of how funny it's panned on last podcast, right? yeah.
1: Slightly, and I do like watch this movie like once a year. Okay, this is my first time viewing,
0: so. And now it's in my collection, unfortunately, so.
1: (laughs) See, you said fortunately wrong.
0: No, no, I didn't. No, no, you didn't trust (laughs) me. No, no. Luckily, maybe is what you meant to say. No, no. You're feeling blessed that you have the option of watching this whenever you want. No, those are not the same words that you'd find in a thesaurus to describe, uh, unfortunately. so. No, I'm pretty sure you meant
1: (laughs) what I think you meant. I'm just going to go with that and assume.
0: Speaking of unfortunate, though, I don't know. Maybe it's just my way of thinking, but did you notice in the title card, like when they brought up Nothing But Trouble, what was the background setting? Oh, fuck.
1: I just watched this. So, no, the,
0: you, title credits right away. And then, when nothing but trouble comes on the screen, it's just a pan shot of the Twin Towers.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. that was before, though. I mean, yeah,
0: I know, but aged poorly. <laughs> yeah, that definitely ages poorly. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot not, of things about this movie. Yeah, it's poorly. not. Oh, yes. Um, we mentioned <laughs> Chevy Chase as a prick. He's playing a prick in this movie, so great range.
1: He's a hero, though, too, which is fucking weird, you know? Like, he knows how to play a good guy. Like Clark Gerswald from uh, any of the vacation movies, he's a good guy. He's not a dick. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know how you're supposed to relate that to being your hero, you know, of the movie.
0: Out of all his roles, I think Ty Webb from Caddyshack would be his most true to himself if not um what's his uh from community
1: oh Hawthorne pierce yeah pierce Hawthorne.
0: yeah one of those two is like who he is in real life i'm sure (laughs) probably yeah
1: he's just a bad person (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: funny as shit
1: though oh yeah he's got the chops you know the comedy chops he's been doing that shit his whole life you know
0: yeah so what do you enjoy about this film so much? I mean, okay. To me, this film
1: is an art installation. You can see the passion put into it. You can see the creativity put into it. Like, it's... I I know there's, like, underlying political topics in there, with the whole mining and fucking... Oh, uh, yeah. You know, the reason the whole town collapses at the end and... All that shit, which a funny thing about that, I'm kind of wondering if that like idea of that was based around that actual
0: city or village that Silent Hill is based off of. Um, I will get to that in the trivia.
1: Ah, OK. So, so, so I'm right. Yes. What you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Called that shit. <laughs> but yeah, this whole movie is just a it's a it's a passion project. You can yeah. see it in, in the way Dan Aykroyd acts. Even though his comedy is, you know, f- f- vaguely outdated. <laughs> yeah. It's um, still, for the time, it was, you know, it
0: was funny. <laughs> yeah. It, and I agree with you. It is, that's one of the things I liked about this. All the tension to detail and the little gadgets and weirdness to it was definitely kept me entertained, at least, um,
1: I mean i don't know how many times i wrote there's two things that i wrote down like several times in my notes and it's like this place is fucking amazing it's a fucking fun house you mm-hmm. know this is yeah. i would love to live here i'd love to live here just yeah. traps for days yeah that and then uh the other thing i wrote down a lot was dick nose yeah <laughs> just just <laughs> <dick nose. laughs>
0: yes be, I think beyond like the six times in my
1: notes where I wrote "Dick notes.
0: Yeah, that freaked me out the first time. The the dinner scene. The, oh, basically wow. what happens is they they get taken to this little town and held Brilliant in a stop sign. Yeah, was it run? Or was it run the stop sign or? Yeah, yeah they rolled through a stop sign. Rolled through it, yeah. But they have to basically stay in the judge or the justice of the peace's house. Which, as Gavin said, is pretty much a little fun house with trapdoors and gadgets, and
1: shit. like a full junkyard outside, like with all different kinds of like fucking amusement park shit and fucking and tons of fridges. And you know, this corner has like a million broken down motorcycles and fucking
0: toasters. <laughs> it was, is one of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a pile of fucking toasters. <laughs> yeah. And the dinner scene when they all have to go to dinner is one of the grossest scenes. Oh man, I was all bricked up from that too. Eating the hot dogs, <laughs> but it incorporates the the gadgets, the the condiment train, the table yep, drops the train out.
1: Rolling around. What was pickle? the name of a? What was the name of John Candy when he's playing his sister?
0: <laughs> Eldona. 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 yes. Yeah, I loved
1: how like the train kept like zipping past her, <laughs> so she couldn't get anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, John Candy. Uh, I mean, there's a range for days in this movie. Oh, not yeah. a, not I only mean, did he play one character, but he played that character's sister in full yeah. drag.
1: And did you see the painting too with the eyes in it? Yeah. hmm That was also like an older version of
0: like John Candy and yeah. drag-
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to have him in drag as much as possible, apparently.
0: Yeah. I, I really gotta say though that wrote that in my notes is that john candy and drag <laughs>
1: <laughs> i gotta say though the wedding dress was absolutely beautiful on him <laughs>
0: it accentuated lie. his curves <laughs>
1: yeah it looked good i'm just saying that was a fancy ass fucking wedding dress
0: it was it, it very was but again at that dinner scene when you talked about the the dick nose yeah that caught me off guard
1: Oh yeah. The like five second close
0: up shot of him grossly eating this hot dog. Picture like the way a two-year-old would eat a fucking hot dog and then the penis nose just staring at you. The whole movie
1: is like (laughs) small and like regular size, but there's certain scenes where it's just like extended and looks like a dick on his face. Yep. Mm -hmm. Also, his head was a dick too when he takes off his wig in the bedroom. His head is completely the shape of a dick.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah. So he's a straight up wow. dickhead. <laughs> and he is. His character was um, good,
1: though.
0: I yeah. love some of his
1: like lines where he's just, you know. See you find. Did it. you
0: write any down? Yeah, I God. did. I was I was hoping you would. Oh, just. Uh, I don't
1: know. Well, there's. In that bedroom scene where he walks in on Chevy and he's yeah. like thinking through shit. He just pulls out the knife. He's like, I'm going to stick you. And he just starts chasing him <laughs> yes. around with the fucking knife. Like, <laughs> well, he goes from decrepit old man to, like, you know, Psycho. jungle jimmy around this room with a fucking knife.
0: Yeah. going to
1: put so many holes in you. You're going to be like a salt shaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two of the, the little funhouse traps that were awesome this, the squeak toys. Oh, and the, they, squeak, toy the squeak toys. The squeak toys. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, we got to talk about the bone stripper. The bone stripper! <laughs> or, as I called it, the murder coaster. That thing is so fucking badass. <laughs> it is. <laughs> See,
1: I mean, even though there's so many death machines, I actually wrote that down too. There's like a whole bunch of death machines throughout the whole house and all in the junk care and shit. Oh, like yeah. The, the chopper at the end, yeah. which is just a bunch of fucking plow blades. It didn't look that sharp. Yeah, it didn't look that sharp. I don't think it would matter. No. (laughs) The weight of that would have fucking (laughs) locked straight through you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the bone stripper is basically just this little roller coaster you get thrown onto, and then at the end it flings you onto a treadmill that sends you through a contraption that strips you down to the bone. It's too
1: clean. That's always weirded me out.
0: I'm assuming they did it because they wanted to get a PG rating. Yeah.
1: Instead of, like, an R or an
0: X. Yeah, but, yeah there wasn't yeah, All any, the
1: bones are clean.
0: Yeah, there wasn't any gore in this, so...
1: I mean, depending. If you look at the twins, they were fucking gross as shit.
0: They're gross, but not gory. No, no blood and guts or anything. Yeah, true. But, speaking of the twins...
1: Yeah, let's talk about the twins. <laughs> the twins.
0: <laughs> Bobo and... Little Devil. Little Devil. The... Basically giant garbage pail kids that's what they reminded oh, me of Yeah. if you ever for any listeners who ever know the 80s garbage pail movie that's what these fuckers reminded me of
1: they were greasy they were very fucking slimy yeah and I, they got like that classic fucking the little uh top of the head hair baby huey that's what yeah, i wrote like down baby huey, baby huey yeah, huey we go yeah <laughs> and fucking, their stomachs are all jiggling they're both only wearing diapers yep and I, I'm just assuming I can't prove anything, but I think Diad might have been raped by Little Devil.
0: Maybe they had a weird, was, weird yeah. Uh, relationship. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, either that was going to happen. I mean, this is like the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family, except fucking weird.
0: Yeah, you know, not not as maniacal. Yeah, I, just kind of gross
1: it's weird to describe the texas chainsaw massacre family as like you know normal in comparison (laughs) they have family values and shit fucking
0: yeah like yeah at least they let everybody live inside they wouldn't let the twins inside because of how gross they were (laughs) yeah it is it's
1: wacky it's just fucking wacky as shit
0: yes that, that is like the perfect word to describe this movie. Wacky. Yeah. And hey. the
1: music was good. I liked the music. Yeah. They they timed some really good stuff. Like uh, when they did, when, uh what, Chris, Chevy Chase's character,
0: mm-hmm.
1: gets handcuffed up and he's in the room. They play Big Girls Don't Cry as yeah. John Candy's
0: dancing behind the screen. I was like, like, please tell me we're not about to see a John Candy love scene. I do not want this. <laughs>
1: this is gonna get horrifying real
0: quick yes <laughs> speaking of music though this yeah, i was gonna say features... <laughs> stole my to segue <de-segway. laughs> well Go ahead i was gonna say <laughs> this uh features one of the greatest musical acts of our generation is digital it? underground okay and i know there's probably some of you who are saying who the fuck is digital underground If you don't know who Humpty Hump is, and you don't know the Humpty dance, something's wrong with you.
1: Where the fuck were you raised? Yeah. If you didn't hear that at least once.
0: Yes. Everybody knows he got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Come on. (laughs) And I thought it was
1: ironic that he had, uh, you know, Humpty has his nose. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And there was that scene where fucking Dan Aykroyd's Reeves character takes his fucking nose off.
0: Yeah. That freaked me out, too. That was I probably like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Digital Underground makes a surprise cameo, I guess. And performs a song. A couple songs. Two, yeah, they do, yeah, they do actually, too. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they
1: did the wedding song.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, this use you, you Said it to me before we recorded. This was Tupac's film debut. Yep. Yeah.
1: First time he was around
0: on film. Yeah, and he doesn't have any lines. Nope.
1: I mean, he sings a little,
0: doesn't he? It looks like he's singing, but I don't think he is. That that what that's what bothered me. I told you that is that they did they performed the song same song, which he has a whole section on, but they did everything but that part. So they didn't perform his part,
1: yeah, which was kind of yeah, fucked
0: up. Because Dan Aykroyd had to have the piano solo.
1: Yeah. And he that was just a reason for him to have, like, chicks dancing around him, touching him, I think.
0: Probably, yeah. Was was he one of the guys that got me would Dan Aykroyd? No. No?
1: Okay. I think so. Okay.
0: I didn't and think he's so just, either, uh, but-
1: I'm pretty sure he's just a little uh, off his rocker. Yeah, he's this very, very up on the aliens.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. And I knew there was something weird about him.
1: So, okay. like he did a show, I think, for a while, and then I'm pretty sure he wrote a book. He he has this story that he tells where, you know, he was abducted. So, I mean, you
0: never know if it's true or not. But okay. For some reason, I thought he was all in on the big Bigfoot shit, not just aliens. I mean, he could be. Yeah, him and he also sells vodka. Really,
1: Crystal Skull vodka. That's his. Yeah, actually, my mom like has a bottle of it signed by him when he was at Woodman's.
0: I did. He came to (laughs) Woodman's. He was signing his vodka. This is the Dan Aykroyd revelation episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is so amazing to you.
0: Yeah, I did not know all this. I knew Fifty Cent came to Woodman's one time to promote his vodka. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'd much rather have Dan Aykroyd than Fifty Cent. Yeah, I should see
1: if my mom still has a bottle. I'm sure it's somewhere.
0: (laughs) So one of my notes here this is a a comedy and i have written down when when does the comedy start
1: (laughs) you must have not been paying attention
0: i was i knew there were jokes i didn't get more than just a, a chuckle out of this
1: i mean a lot of it's visual comedy too
0: yeah it is and that's probably what got me the biggest chuckles was the visual comedy but i didn't none of the jokes hit for me
1: I mean this is an older style comedy too. You gotta you gotta remember they come from back in, you know, the eighties second city yeah, way. Yeah. Well so they have
0: Chevy this, you know. Chevy, Dan, John and um the mm-hmm. other cop, Valerie hang on, it's right here. Valerie Bromfield were all second city cast members. So yeah. this is kinda like a reunion movie for them. Oh, that's probably why they got the roles. It's like, yeah, I know yeah. these people. Yeah. Kind of goes to show why Dan Aykroyd only did this one movie.
1: Well, he's written other stuff, hasn't he? I he want to say right? he's, I want to say he had a hand in Ghostbusters.
0: Let's check that out. We'll see if he's written anything else. I it feels like you're right. I mean, he was sketch comedy, you know, he's gotta yeah. have some sort of you know writing chops. Yeah, oh yeah, he wrote for Blues Brothers, Ghostbusters. Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah, so he's written a lot more. Okay, so I take that back. Yeah,
1: how many uh, directing slots does he (laughs) have? I
0: just closed it out. This is the only one. Oh, this is the only thing he's ever. This is the only thing he's ever directed.
1: That's not surprising.
0: Ninety percent sure. Because after he directed it and it came out, (laughs) he was probably like, (laughs) yeah. On his IMDb page, it doesn't Maybe. even list director as what if he's writer, actor, producer. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Now I'm looking him up. He with probably doesn't that. want people. By the end of the episode, I'll pull out the page. <laughs> he has one director credit, and that's nothing but trouble. He has more producer credits than he has director credits.
1: That's fucking crazy. Well, yeah, he's produced a lot of shit. Yeah,
0: but... but- speaking of the Ackroyds, there's way too many Ackroyds involved in this film if you watch the credits i don't know if you did that by any chance I did. yeah
1: i just let it play in the background pretty much yeah. i did see a few of them though it's like you know bob ackroyd
0: and yeah his brother ted is in the movie um i'm assuming a niece daughter cousin danielle Ackroyds involved in this yeah it's this was like a family affair like as you said, it it was his passion echoed. project. So, granny, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just labelers of me, Ma on the credits. <laughs> Meemaw.
0: <laughs> is there anything you didn't like about it? Because clearly, there's a lot of things I didn't care for. But
1: I mean, some of the comic timing is like off. But I mean, like I said, you gotta take into account this was made by '80s comedians. Yeah, you know. And I mean, there's fart jokes and stuff when the twins are around and, yeah, you know, it, back then a good joke was like, oh, I pooped my pants, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of crass blue collar humor, but it, it, back in the day it worked really well.
0: Yeah. But I think, I
1: mean, as time goes on.
0: Yeah. I think around this time period, you know, the, the wacky zany eighties comedies were dying out transitioning yeah, more into the definitely. you know 90s rom-coms and then your teen comedies later in the decade and this is probably like just trying to hold on to that that 80s comedy like 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 you're talking about so
1: yeah well it was his passion project so he probably had all these had a lot of this stuff built from when he oh, was yeah. a lot younger you know yeah definitely um yeah you
0: got anything else one other else? thing i liked about oh, this
1: yeah, is like fucking when they're in vulcanvania it's very mad max-esque you know yeah i like it's like a dystopian future that exists
0: like in a little pocket you know yeah in the world i had a hard time believing this was in new jersey just because uh i worked at a place where i had uh experience with New Jersey and there's not much countryside to have a place like this. So,
1: well, I thought it was like in between, well, it's in between Atlantic city and New York, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, I'm not sure what's all in between there because I live in Wisconsin and I don't care about the rest of the world.
0: Let's bring up a map.
1: But you do it on your end. It'll be a lot quicker.
0: Yep. Map.
1: By the way, Atlantic city and New York
0: about to say something very controversial. You can cut it out if you want, but Go for it. I hate all people in New Jersey.
1: How many people do you know from New Jersey?
0: Um, I've had enough interaction with people from New Jersey. I never want to go there.
1: Okay, you can keep that in. Right, we can keep that in. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I hate everybody from Chicago. <laughs> and I'm looking at, like, yeah. the garbage on your wall behind you. All the feces you've thrown (laughs) on it that look like, you know, posters and jerseys and shit. But I still give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: Fair enough. There is some countryside, but not much because it's a lot of state forests. It's not very far from New York. I mean, you go right into, you know, Newark. And if you're traveling down, it depends which way you go. If you take the coast, you're not going to have you're going to come out of a lot of a lot of towns but there's not a lot of countryside between there and atlantic city okay i know a lot of these towns uh egg harbor uh toms rivers lakewood a lot of those towns i had interaction with so that's that's what had me hard time believing this was there especially especially when they talked about coal mines i don't yeah see coal Does it mines. Go through
1: Pennsylvania.
0: No, New York and New Jersey border each other. Okay. Yeah, the New like York, said, the New York Jets sure and Giants. You know those football teams, right? The New York Jets and Giants. Oh no,
1: I am completely unaware that there are teams. Are you <laughs> aware yes, that?
0: Know. Okay, are you aware that they actually play in New Jersey?
1: I did not know that. Yeah,
0: their stadium is in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Huh. I yep. wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. 'Cause New York's fucking trash. So is Jersey, and it's Jersey. But... It's kinda clogged up, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I want to say there's countryside in New York. Not New York City. No, not New York City, of oh. course. But but yeah, oh yes, New York, yeah. Isn't the Poconos in New York?
1: I have no fucking clue. Um, Geography is not my uh you know forte, I guess.
0: I was pretty good at it. But yeah, coal mines. More of an art guy. Philosophy. Any, uh, any other final comments on this? Mm. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to
1: point out. Mm. There was a scene when uh, they came out of that trap door, Chris and Diane, and then a giant turd rolled over the door to like stop them from getting back out. I don't know if you noticed that.
0: Giant turd?
1: Well, it was a safe. Yeah. but it, Yeah. You know, okay. But it was made out of shit because it was from Chicago.
0: Oh, I did not catch that. <laughs> it was a Chicago <laughs> safe. I just wanted oh, okay. to point out
1: again how much I hate <laughs> Chicago.
0: <laughs> uh. Oh, and
1: I thought it was impressive that their uh, police force in Vulcania had, like, Some automatic rifles and fucking get out of my
0: head, man! I was just about to say that. Yeah, (laughs) they pull up on these guys and just whip out ARs and Uzis, and I'm like, okay.
1: I love when John Candy's character was a badass when his cop character, yeah, Dennis, I think it was. Yep, but yeah, he was a fucking badass. Like when it comes to being a cop, like you know, he had the gun in his face and he fucking just totally like knocked it away and fucking took that dude out. It was pretty impressive.
0: I was glad about his ending
1: yeah he got married to that married fucking to the weird ass, yeah the hot Brazilian about them.
0: yeah they Posto they were there and... yeah they were there for a minute, and then once they escaped, they just we didn't see him until the end,
1: yeah, pretty much, yeah,
0: for a whole minute there I was like, Where'd Dennis Because we saw him packing his suitcase i didn't I yeah. was expecting him to like come and help Chris and Diane.
1: I love it that he packed away like the some of the most random shit. Yeah. Like a set of keys that were yep. like skeleton keys. What are you gonna use those for In yeah
0: wherever you're going? Yeah. You know? Yeah. They uh they went to Brazil. The two neighbors that invited themselves along on this trip, Fausto and the other his sister. Yeah, I can't Which remember her name they, either. they seemed really close for brother and sister.
1: Yeah, I kind of felt like they were, you know, probably fucking at one point. Probably.
0: Like, there was a little, like, they grew up
1: too close together. Yeah. Yeah. And Mommy Brazilian. Should kept them apart a little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of our Brazil fans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it
0: like that. Nah. But,
1: yeah. Uh, yes. People from Brazil are incest.
0: Yeah. Um. Also, Bill Murray's brother is in this. Did you not catch that? I did not. Brian. was have been one of the? Brian Doyle Murray. Listed in the title credits doesn't show up until, like, the second to last scene. When they when they finally it's... escape Falconvania and go to the cops, he was one of the cops that they were talking
1: about. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yep. I love how all the cops were in on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we just love to kill people. We yep. don't exactly agree with it, but.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. That. Uh... Anything else to add? Or...
1: Um, I think I'm pretty tapped out. All right. lots of dick nose.
0: lots of dick <laughs> so much dick nose. oh the one other thing that i found funny funnier, weird i've never seen canned hawaiian punch before really yeah how i i guess i'm not that old <laughs> I, I i mean it's been it's still around i think really
1: yeah i mean now I'm mostly mostly plastic but yeah not that mm-hmm. long ago <laughs> okay i mean i don't want to feel like an ancient fucking piece of (laughs) shit here but
0: maybe i'm just blessed to always have known plastic containers (laughs) i don't
1: know if that's a blessing but okay all that you know plastic chemicals leaching in yeah (laughs) true i'm blessed to be poisoned
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right i guess that's all we're gonna have to say let's give our ratings here on it um you go Want first. Me go first. All right. This is my movie. You go. All right. uh Again, this is a comedy. Question mark. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how I, long did you sit on that one? How how far into the movie were you? Like, oh, I gotta say, at the end, this is a comedy. Um, not far. Mark.
0: It was on my first page. You know, it's, to be honest. With you. <laughs> I. Here's the thing. I have, I love just dumb, stupid comedies that just movies that aren't good, but I can throw on, not have to think and just watch and I can laugh here and there. I didn't get those laughs from this though. I got little, (laughs) fair enough, (laughs) nothing that actually like made me laugh. So that's, I was expecting this to have at least a couple gags in it or something, but, Mm. um, Still had the entertaining factor, just with all the gadgets and and whatnot in this house and stuff, um, and fucking the digital underground cameo. Can't go wrong with that, man. But okay. uh, it's it's it, it, I, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, not. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to be this harsh, but. I, I'm on. I'm on a three out of ten.
1: That's better than what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I was like, "Is this fucker going to throw it at a one or something?" No, no, it's. <laughs> I know it wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, it's a three. I mean, I'm not going to go recommending it to anybody. But if you like bad movies and just are curious, you're not going to hate yourself for watching it. You, you can. There's a lot more bad movies you can watch than this. But oh yeah, yeah, it's not Plus one of bad movies. Yeah. It's not what i'm gonna recommend and it's probably gonna sit in my collection and collect dust so
1: <laughs> oh you should watch it once a year it grows on you
0: okay. that's six dollars i can never get back
1: <laughs> i can't believe you paid six bucks
0: i can't believe it, it cost six bucks <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna settle on a three
1: all right well i'm a little bit different 10 out 10. because <laughs> Cause I definitely, uh, enjoy this movie. And like I said, I watch it like once a year, you know, Mm -hmm. um, almost religiously. It's like one of those bad movies I can just put on in the background and, you know, get a few laughs here and there. And I love the sound. Like I said, I, the music was well-placed, the songs that did happen. And like when they're going down the roller coaster in the bone stripper, like, they had like this hardcore bone stripper song that they made. Yeah. (laughs) And every time it happened, it was like, yes, metal as fuck. You know, (laughs) I love that. And the creativity and the passion you can feel in this movie is, you know, palpable. It's, you can feel how much pride was put into it. And that always strikes me when I'm watching a movie is like, if I see someone who really loves the craft and loves what they're doing, and Even if it's a bad movie, you know, which this is, this is a bad movie. That passion and you know, coupled with the cast of like comedic geniuses from the '80s, you know, Mm -hmm. it all worked together really well for me. So uh, when it comes down to it, I landed at a seven out of ten.
0: Okay,
1: seven out of ten hot dogs. Nice. (laughs) 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 Yeah. um i think it's worth a watch and you might not like it like i know you didn't like it and that's fine you know it's it's not meant to be perfect
0: it's 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 niche i would say oh for sure yeah um and i totally get why you like it in that that aspect i don't know if we've ever explained like our our credentials on this show for why we get to discuss movies Gavin has a film degree from so he knows more about making movies than me i took a film class in college once that's my <laughs> credential so i'm just more of your your every 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 guy that just likes movies yeah. so that's i have
1: an associate's degree in arts yeah which you know you know where that gets you it gets you <laughs> work in security at a <laughs> <casino>. <laughs> so
0: that's that's where where you're going to get our perspectives from somebody who knows what happens behind the camera and somebody who kind of does but just more wants the enjoyment of the movie itself so hmm. it makes sense why you would enjoy this more than me because you can look and analyze those those things better than i could the passion projects really the creativities this. and stuff yeah i'm just more of what's the entertainment value out of it you know hmm. so definitely understand that there let's see what the critics say here um imdb Dead set in the middle. Five out of ten.
1: Five out of ten. Not in bed. That's worth a watch.
0: Rotten Tomatoes, though. 13% tomato meter. Very skewed. Yes.
1: Very skewed.
0: 47% audience score. Mind you, only 24 critics have reviewed it, opposed to 10,000-plus audience ratings. So, Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll give it that. Um, I do have some trivia here. Shoot! And on to what you uh, had to say in the early part of the episode about where this was kind of set in. This is actually—I'm so glad I fucking nailed that. <laughs> this is based on Dan Aykroyd's personal experiences. In 1978, he was pulled over for speeding in a rural town in northeastern. United States police officer took him to the local Justice of the Peace in the middle of the night for a trial. And um most everything else about the set was based off of real life Centralia, Pennsylvania, which is pretty sure is the inspiration for the Silent Hill games because yeah, it's this still town on fire today. Yes, yep, it's the town that's still on fire. Just like in this movie, they had the coal fire going. So so yeah, good call on that. Um, um, this film, believe it or not, is award-winning. Gavin,
1: holy shit! Yes, that does not surprise me. It's a it, masterpiece. Not
0: just one, but two awards. Holy shit! Yeah, oh, you're, you're going for Razzies, aren't you? It's an I'm award. Gonna... <laughs> this is Razzies. Go. <laughs> It won Worst Supporting Actor at the 1992 Razzies for Dan Aykroyd, but it didn't just win at the Razzies, my friend. It won Worst Picture at the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards.
1: The Stinkers Bad? I've never heard of that. (laughs) That's fucked up.
0: But this is mind-blowing. The Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, it was nominated for Best Makeup. Fuck
1: yeah. yeah. I'm surprised the set design didn't get anything.
0: Yeah, no. Don't worry, they had a lot more Razzie nominees, though, too. So Jesus. <laughs> this film only made approximately $8.5 million, but had a $40 million budget.
1: Mm. Plus $6 from you. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> All right. Um, we were talking uh, off recording about where this actually was. This was a set i'm sure there so were some on location built. scenes too but the the valconvania itself was the same western backlot set that was used for the movie high noon
1: oh nice so that's crazy so they put a lot of
0: fucking. that's where a lot of that money went was yeah oh just
1: building that place yeah yeah that's
0: impressive yeah and uh dan Aykroyd personally wanted chevy chase to be chris and he only accepted because of his friendship with dan Aykroyd. But the second choice for the role of Chris Thorne was good old Rick Moranis.
1: I would have watched that, too. Yeah. I think he would have played that part well. Yeah. If he hadn't given up on acting.
0: Well, he had a pretty damn good reason to give up on acting. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah, do
1: what you got to do. But, you know,
0: he was hot around that time, too. So Rick Moranis? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, true. Honey, Ghosts? I Shrunk kids. Yeah. Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, you know, a few years before that. So, yeah. That
1: oh, I, Honey, you blew up the baby. Yeah. That was a good one. I'm only going to name Honey, I blew up the kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> honey, <laughs> we <yeah>. shrunk ourselves.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, any other trivia I found was just about how much of an asshole Chevy Chase was on set. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, trying to think of a good segue, but I don't think I got one. To uh, it's
1: because you stole mine earlier. This is karma,
0: probably. It's karma, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're enjoying the show, want to uh, give this a nice five star review? Or
1: uh, that's usually what I say, yeah. Okay, you usually say the whole
0: uh, where to find us, yeah. Uh Since we came back from our little hiatus, we are still on social media. We do still have a Facebook page, but we'll probably never be on it. Um, If you'd like to interact with us more, shoot us an email, mfabpodcast at gmail.com, or find us on Instagram at mfabpodcast, um, as well as our WordPress, which Gavin knows more about that.
1: And I've been working on a YouTube channel, which is just the episodes, but, you know.
0: You can knowledge. listen to them on there
1: if you want. Yeah.
0: We are also available wherever you're listening to us right now. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, most podcatchers working on getting on Spotify. We know a lot of people out there want us on Spotify. So we're working on that. Bear with us. We'll get there someday. Hopefully yeah. sooner rather than later. So
1: it It is a, this is a passion project, you see. Yes. This, this is, is going to happen eventually. This is our nothing but trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> And if you wanna give us a five star review, you can uh head to any of those places and please fucking do that that'd yeah. be
0: fucking great <laughs> yeah we've gotten a couple so far, we'd love to see some more so.
1: that helps us get seen and it you know pushes our podcast up so then you know we can, can eventually make more podcasts yeah this is this is this is the dream the dream
0: <laughs> the dream
1: stuttered up a bit there that was weird <laughs> yeah yeah so.
0: Anything else to add today, man?
1: Um, No, not really. I think I'm just going to go have a nice wine punch.
0: That does sound pretty tasty, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> go have, have a, a hot a dog. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have <a> can. <laughs> Those
1: are the grossest fucking hot
0: dogs, dude. Yes. They were brats. Let's be real. They were brats. We're from Wisconsin. Were they, though?
1: They looked I like mean, brats. They were white, and they had way too much casing.
0: Yeah, they looked like brats.
1: <laughs> More pig asshole than, uh, you know. Teeth yeah whatever else goes in
0: all right well it is about lunchtime so we're gonna get on out of here uh we hope you enjoyed the show as always i'm aaron and i'm gavin we will see you next time Bye. next time on the mfab podcast we find out who the real mastermind is in the usual suspects so until then that's a wrap cut